Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Intel Chip Chat from the Intel Developer Forum in San Francisco. I'm Allison Klein, and I'm joined by James Reiners, Director and Chief Evangelist of Intel Software at Intel. Welcome. Pleasure to be here. So, James, it's been a couple of years since we chatted, so why don't you catch me up by telling me what it means to be a chief evangelist of Intel software? It's a great job because I'm very enthusiastic about harnessing the power of parallelism in software to take advantage of what hardware can do. So my job is to go out and help explain that. I get to work on books. I get to do presentations. I get to work with some of the greatest scientists and engineers around the planet, talking to them about how they're taking advantage of parallelism. And at IDF this week, you are teaching a class called Parallel Programming Pearls. Why don't you tell me about what you're going to be talking about? It can be enormously valuable to learn from others' experiences. So these pearls are all real-world examples of applications that have tackled the challenge of modernizing their code, if you will, taking Mm -hmm. advantage of what modern hardware can do with parallelism. So my class is going through some real-world examples and making some comments about similarities between what different people do things that are working, why they worked, how that might be applicable in the work that they do. It seems like mindset around parallelism has changed from a point where we were really struggling to get developers thinking about code delivery from a parallel fashion to ones where we're really making great strides and we've got a lot of modern code development going on. How has that been to see that journey? And where do you think we are in terms of parallel code development? I've gotten to see it from two different angles. Parallelism has been harvested by a very select community, kind of off in the corner, working on HPC. We've been having fun for decades, but it was always kind of a niche area. Right. We've gone from 10 years ago, I had to explain even what parallelism was or what multi-core was, to now it's a topic people are very interested in. A lot of progress has been made. Codes have been changed to take advantage of it. The key to it is parallelisms become ubiquitous in the hardware. In our higher-end parts, we're talking a dozen or two dozen cores, or in Xeon Phi, can be talking as many as 72 cores in our upcoming night's landing. Whether it's a professor telling me that the students get very excited about 32 or 64 cores to the same thing happening with software development projects. I see people finding that it's rewarding to work on because they can see significant benefits to their application and their users. One of the things that we announced recently was the creation of the Intel Modern Code Developer Community. What's that community about? The concept behind this community is a lot of people working on modernizing code. By sharing their thoughts and their experiences, they can benefit from each other. So we've been doing this informally for a number of years, and we got to the point of saying, hey, why don't we do something a little more formal, give it a name, a place on the web, have some talks and events. Ahead of supercomputing this fall for a couple of days, we're going to do a developer conference and bringing like-minded people together to share. We've been seeing a lot of success with that, with BOFs, with Xenfi user group, with our Intel Parallel Computing Centers. There have been a lot of opportunities we've had the last few years to bring people together. We learn from it, and people learn from each other by interacting. It was announced at the International Supercomputing event in Frankfurt. Is it primarily designed for the technical computing arena or is it a broader mission? It's definitely a broader mission. The concepts of parallelism come to play in so many ways that it is a broad community. I think HPC always has a special place in our hearts because it's been alive there for so long. 
but the lessons from that community apply somewhat. And in other ways, newer communities working with IoT and the cloud have their own unique challenges using parallelism. And so by bringing them into the dialogue and sharing experiences, they can tackle and solve problems that folks in HPC have never worried about. Where have you seen unique interests sprouting up? Are there particular areas where you see that people are really investing more heavily in parallel code? HPC is primarily a throughput-oriented computing, meaning that if I get a more powerful computer, I want to solve a problem, but I'm usually solving very large problems. I may be doing computations that last days or a couple of weeks. On the other hand, if you go to the IoT space or anything very interactive, it's all about latency. You want to use your parallelism to make a device more responsive. You don't want to swipe your finger on your phone and then wait a minute for the app to come up and alive. And it's really exciting to see the combination of parallelism on the device itself and parallelism in the cloud. You may connect to the cloud and it does something massively in parallel. Of course, Google does this with their search engines and other things where you might for a few milliseconds have hundreds or thousands of cores working for you and then nothing. Right. But you get that really fast response that as humans we want. We don't want a device that we're waiting on. Basically hyperscale parallelism is the thing that you just described. (laughs) Fair enough. What do you think is the challenge moving forward in terms of this journey that you're on with parallelism? I think the biggest challenge with parallel programming is just teaching ourselves to think parallel. Approach a problem believing that there's a solution that can be written as a parallel program and then find out how to do that because that can unlock so many things. Parallelism is a very difficult thing to add after the fact. But if you're thinking about the problem in a parallel sense, it works. If you think about solving a problem because you and 10 buddies are going to work on it, you think about it different than if you think, oh, I have to do it myself. And if you think about just doing it yourself, you may realize it's kind of more efficient to do things yourself. It just takes longer. And so parallel programming is the same way. When you throw more processors at it, it may not feel quite as efficient, but you can get things done so much faster. And that may actually be the solution that we need. James, I heard that you're coming out with a new book in parallelism. Tell me about this new one and why you decided to write another book. The latest book is called Parallel Programming Pearls, Volume 2. It's a real joy to work on. I might be getting smarter because I had 72 other people help me with the book. Oh, so you wrote it in parallel. Exactly. (laughs) I got to work with amazing people all over the globe that are doing really exciting work and tackled the challenge of adding parallelism to their code. And I probably shouldn't have a favorite chapter, but the chapter I seem to keep talking about is chapter 10, which was done by the folks at the Center for Theoretical Physics at Cambridge Universities. And they did some amazing work processing data from the Planck satellite, trying to understand origins of the universe. They were able to take their code and make changes. And in the book, they go step by step. This is the great thing for software developers, step by step by step. They went from their original code, showing each step what effect it had. And it improved the performance on Xeon processors and on Xeon Phi, pretty much side by side, until they ended up with over a hundred-fold speed up. Wow. It's a joy to work with them and help them expose how they did it so that we can learn from it and at the same time be excited by the science they're doing. What a great example of the power of parallelism. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming on the program, James. It's always a pleasure. I applaud you on elevating the game for code development for parallel architectures. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. 
Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.